Hello, and welcome to Harp Column Podcast, taking you behind the stories in Harp Column from a practical harpist perspective. My name is Christina Finch, and I will be your guide to all things harp. Music for today's episode comes from the CD Convergence by the Charles Overton Group, featuring the guest for today's episode, Charles Overton. If you haven't read the feature interview with Charles in the March-April 2019 issue of Harp Column, I highly encourage you to head over to www.harpcolumn.com when you can and give it a read. Charles is a really interesting young musician with a lot to offer our community. And if you haven't read it yet, I'm sure this episode will make you want to. To start off episode number 48 of Harp Column Podcast, I'll have Charles introduce himself. My name is Charles Overton. I'm a Boston-based harpist. I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia, though, where I got my start with Linnell, Edgar Cordzaya, and the American Youth Harp Ensemble program. But I came up to Boston now about six, maybe seven years ago to go to college at the Berklee College of Music, where I spent four years. I studied jazz, I studied classical music, and now I'm just a freelancer in the Boston area, trying to carve out a career for myself in the lanes of classical, jazz, and any kind of music, honestly. When we choose the subjects of our feature interviews here at Harp Column, We always try, if possible, to find a person that's had a previous relationship with the subject to perform that interview. It's helpful for a variety of reasons, and in most situations produces highly authentic and readable interviews. Charles's interview is no exception, led by the one and only Kimberly Rowe. So before we dig into all the awesome that is Charles Overton, I thought it'd be nice to learn a little bit about their history. I've known Kim for quite a while. I first met Kim when I competed at the Young Artist Harp competition that she hosts. I feel like I competed in 2010 and I got to meet her briefly there, but then I actually went to the Young Artist Harp seminar as a student in 2012, two years later. Yeah, so I've known her since then. You know, the harp world is small. We've run into each other at different festivals or conventions or that kind of thing. And she recently moved to Boston. So I've seen her a lot around town quite a bit. When I first met Charles, I was immediately struck by the fact that he could do everything. It's really just so rare to run into a player, especially a young player, that is adept at playing both classical and jazz and improvisation and um, just really so at home and comfortable on the harp. I think at that time I it was pretty clear that we would be seeing and hearing a lot more of Charles. There's a lot to dig into and take away from Charles's interview. I found it all to be highly relatable and a refreshing and realistic picture of a successful modern freelancing career. There's so much tradition and forward trajectory built into the system of collegiate musical training. 
In a lot of ways, I wish this interview had been around 10 years ago. I'm not sure that I personally would have made any different decisions, but frankly, the thought of not going to grad school never even occurred to me. It's this consequential choice that struck me the hardest when I first read Charles's interview. Just two years out of his bachelor's degree from the Berklee College of Music, Charles is living his life and pursuing his career with a level of authenticity and mindfulness that I find hugely admirable. When I was nearing the end of my time at Berkeley, I was really starting to feel pretty burned out. And I really thought that spending two more years in school might not be the path for me. I know, I mean, people have different roads that they're going to take, but for myself, I felt like while at Berkeley, I was introduced to so many new concepts, especially in the realm of jazz and improvisation. And I just really needed some time to sort through them and sift through them on my own. Because, you know, yeah, just being introduced to things in school, sometimes you don't have the time to fully process everything that you're being introduced to and like work it out for yourself. Honestly, school is so great, but depending on the kind of school environment that you're in, sometimes it can just feel like this safety net kind of, of you not having to deal with the realities and responsibilities of life outside of school. You know, it just, you just keep doing school because it's just like you have a whole community of people and an institution telling you, you have to do X, Y, Z. So you don't have to think for yourself, okay, for myself to be successful, now what do I do? You know what I mean? So in some ways, it, yeah, of course, there's a wealth of resources that school offers, but at the same time, it can be something of a crutch, and also depending on how much money you spend on it. It's really not for everyone. Harp Column Podcast is brought to you by Harp Column Music at harpcolumnmusic.com. I talk a lot about how Harp Column Music is a great place to fill up your gig book, but it's also a place where you can find fresh, challenging, and modern additions to your recital repertoire. Pieces like Moon Canticle by Michael Curick, Dragonflies by Cindy Hortzman, Intricate by Aaron Elizabeth Hansen, and Arabesque by Christopher Guardino, for example. Head over to www.harpcolumnmusic.com today to see these pieces and others for solo, chamber, and ensemble harp, all available in PDF format. If you think you can pin Charles into the jazz harpist category and walk away, think again. Adaptable in only the way a millennial can be, Charles chooses not to limit himself to one genre, and in the two years since leaving school, been making waves in the Boston classical music scene. I recently came off having quite the month of March. I played the Ginastera Concerto on the first of the month, and then the Mozart Flute and Harp Concerto just last Sunday. So it was quite the February and March prepping quite a lot of music. 
I was just pretty much practicing all day for a good <laughs> few weeks. I mean, that's amazing, though. I feel like you're living the dream. Oh, most definitely. I really cannot complain. I was, I was just thinking back to the year I've had and just thinking in terms of just uh, like classical music and like the, the concerto repertoire, like starting in July, I got to play Ravel. Then in December, I got to play the WC dances. And now I'll, it's just like, I don't think I'll have another year like this. close our conversation, I asked Charles about his reaction to becoming the Harp Column March-April 2019 feature artist. Oh, I mean, when I first got the interview, I was super excited. I mean, since I started playing the Harp, I knew about Harp Column, even before I met Kim. It's like one of two, basically, print publications that we look to in the Harp community. Uh, so, yeah, getting the offer to be the feature um, interview, like be on the cover and everything. I was like, me? Okay. I mean, I'm not going to tell you no. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was surprised that she reached out, but really happy uh, to be able to, you know, share a little bit about what I've been going through. And hopefully what I have to say is relatable and can help some other people out there who are thinking, ah, is grad school the right thing for me? Or is this specific route of playing the harp the right thing for me? But anyway, yeah, I just, I'm happy. I'm so happy she reached out. That's it for episode number 48. Many thanks to our guest Charles Overton and to Kim Rowe for contributing. Music for today's episode comes from the debut album of the Charles Overton group titled Convergence, available on Amazon Music and iTunes. If you want to learn more about Harp Column, head over to www.harpcolumn.com and subscribe today to gain access to current and past issues as well as a lot of great web content. My name is Dr. Christina Finch, and we at Harp Column hope that you have a spectacular week. Mm -hmm.